Ice a remix yeah. Featuring Lil' Kim Luda Yeah, I got my crown holder Kuja on right now, man Sing my seraphine I'm good on cover You feel me? She's a very freaky You can never front on um, Big Gucci, man. Gucci definitely was part of a, a crazy era in hip hop. You know, with that transition, I guess from the not a saying it from the north to the south, but you know, when the south got real big, and then even into like the late, you know, early two thousands to you know even to now, from the transcendent just the beauty who he is. Like Gucci is Gucci is a goat, bro. Gucci put in some work. No, facts. Nah, that's a fact. A lot of a lot of cats in the south is is. Influenced by Gucci, yeah. So you gotta look at that shit too. Like you gotta give give Gucci his respect. And I still that fucking that motherfucking coat that nigga had on in the versus battles. Yes. What was that Louis joint? I don't even know what it was. That shit was just hard. Even my grandmother said, "Nah, that's the one." <laughs> <laughs> that's the one. I was, right like, there, who, baby. I was like, "Who you like better?" Because Jeezy had, Jeezy shit was hard too. Yeah. But it was it was I think it was the regular black mix shit. But Gucci shit that shit was just hard. So what you gonna do when Peter run up on you? Slap the shit out somebody. They touch my coat. Cause at that point I got a right to do what the fuck I want in the moment. Cause you assaulted me. You know, you know you can't do that, Trev. You, you come on, you know if, that. Hold on, if, a nigga, if, if if I got on a mid coat and a nigga from Peter run up on me and throw some paint on my shit, mm. we gotta throw hands after that. What you mean? You know that's that's not the way society wants you to respond. You know what I'm saying? Oh, excuse me. They want us to get in the ring in a celebrity boxing match like Jake Paul. Yeah, getting, that's what they want. You've been getting the bag off it though. He's retired now, right? That's what he said. So he says he got beat into retirement. So is he top five? Of what? <laughs> what? Come on, son. Don't do that. Yeah, <laughs> top. That. Yo, but trip fronting though because. After after the fight when he beat Ben Askren, remember we got the clip on social media when you like, yeah, you know everybody's favorite boxer. Now now you don't want to embrace the kid now, Trip. Nah, you was him. loving him a few months ago. Welcome. Well, he did. He ducking he ducking the rematch fade with Tyron Woodley. Mm. You gotta give him that rematch after you copped all them pleas at the in the in the press conference. Oh, just, you know, he was first he was he was gonna take some time off. And when Tyron Willie called him out for the rematch, then he jumped back on it. Now he's talking about he retired now. Then in the speech, he was trying to, he, he gave the whole, you know, I'm against bullying spiel, which I think was just capped, to be honest with you. Like, that was just, oh, let me let me get the people on my side by saying something about bullying. Cause, Victimized. Because yeah, nobody likes bullying. So if I throw some bullying talk up in there, and yeah, I use boxing as a tool. First of all, nobody was bullying you, as a, and, and that was why you took up boxing, motherfucker. Like let's let let's stop, okay? Your ass was getting money before, way before you started fucking boxing. Nobody was bullying you at this point in your life. Like I'm not even trying to hear that shit. Well, he he said I heard him say that he used to be a bully, and then I guess you know he he learned the error in his ways or whatever. But I mean, 
I hate that we we giving him. To me, I feel like we giving him too much credit, bro. <laughs> he 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 leveraged his his social media celebrity. He got a bag off it. It is what it is. Like the more and more we feed into the shit, then we we feed into this hype of like he bigger than what he is. Yeah. He was a social media cat who boxed a couple times. Big deal. Two years from now, if he never boxed again, we never talk about him ever again. He made his money. He moved on. Yeah. Facts. And his name is going to forever be associated with this particular time, this particular moment, this particular event. Yeah. I mean, listen, it, I will say this, right? The kid is very smart. You know, he picked the right opponents. I think up until the last one. I think after a while, he started feeling himself a little bit. And, you know, he wanted to start climbing that ladder, you know. Um, but he he kind of stepped into a situation where he got into a real fight. And it's not easy when you get into a real fight. You know what I'm saying? When you when it's some, we going back and forth with it. You know what I'm saying? It ain't just, oh, you you know, you got the advantage in, in, in this situation. And, you know what I'm saying, you, you fighting a, a washed up guy. Or you fighting a, a Nate Robinson who really didn't take this shit serious at all. Shout out to Nate, though. Shout, Shout out, out to Nate. Nate for getting in the ring. But it's, it's it's not an easy thing to get inside of a boxing ring and fight with somebody. Especially if they're training like a boxer, like a pro boxer, and you're not doing that. It's completely different. You know what I'm saying? It's a whole different world. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're in situations where, yeah, you're winning and it looks amazing, but... At the end of the day, you're, you are taking the training seriously because you're training like a fighter should be training if you're trying to be a professional, you know, fighter. Um, but, you know what I mean? Like, you, you're picking your opponents very well. Yeah, I think that. But I think that was always his plan because, like, even even fighting Woodley, he's naturally bigger than Woodley. This is the heaviest Woodley's ever fought at. Yes. Right. So he's still trying to get the advantage for himself. Right. Right, like let, let's call it what it is. Like, this was Willie's first box, real boxing fight. Right, Willie came up through MMA. He was he's taller than Woodley. He probably had him by a good twenty five pounds, and this was the heaviest that Willie had ever fought a professional fight. Because Willie in MMA always fought around one seventy, one seventy five. For this fight, he came in at one ninety. Yeah, so this hell was, yeah. this, you know, what I'm saying this was easily the heaviest. So Jay Paul all along was manipulating the situations for this reason. So that it's like, if I win and I'm impressive, you talk about me. And if you test me enough, then I walk away from the sport. So that's what he's doing. I think in the back of his mind, he always knew the moment I really get pushed and test is when I'm gonna walk away from it because you can't can't play boxing. You can't just wake up one day and be like, oh, I'm a fighter. Like that had to be in you all the time to understand what it's gonna take to be successful at that sport. If you want to toy with it the way he did, this is the way you do it. You fight guys that ain't of your level, of your caliber. You beat up on them. And in the moment you get punched in the face, like, I don't want to play no more. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Sounds about right. Sounds about right. Great synopsis. So, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, he, you know, if, if he would have if he would have beat Tyrone Woodley, he would have ran around the ring and made it seem like, oh, I showed y'all again. Right? Exactly. But he wouldn't But he wouldn't have mentioned that he was naturally bigger than him. He wouldn't have mentioned that that Willie's 39 years old and hasn't fought in a couple years. You know what I'm saying? But the moment he gets tested, it's like, oh, you know, I only been training for 18 months. You know, I only... <laughs> oh, I, not only. Yeah, then it, then it becomes like, I only been training. You know, that's a legend over there. He's a, he's a multiple-time champion in the UFC. 
but Willie didn't call you out. You called him out. Yeah. Because you thought you had the advantage and you wound up getting into a fight with somebody who could take a punch because let's be clear, you know, he was he was hitting uh, Woodley, but Woodley just can't, he's, he's been in fights for a long time. He got a 20-year uh, fucking career. So Crazy. he can take he can take a few hits. It's a lot of combat. You know what I mean? So when when you're dealing with a situation where you hitting a motherfucker with your best and he didn't drop like Nate Robinson did or whoever else you fought, then it's like, oh, shit, wait a minute. I'm in a serious predicament right now. Let me start well, I running mean, around I this ring right. and shit. Not only did he not drop, you never even stumbled him. It, it wasn't like you ever hit him to the point where Willie took a step back and was like, oh, he hit hard. Willie kept coming forward. Yeah. So and, and I think at, at that moment, shit. too. Right. I think at that moment, too, he realized, like, oh, this ain't really what I wanted. Yeah. Like, I was hoping I was hoping to, you know, hit him a couple times and maybe he go down or he stumbled. Yeah. But if I'm hitting if I'm hitting you with my best shot and I, I, I can't get you to stop coming forward. And meanwhile, all it took is for you to land one clean shot and then knock me through the ropes. Yes. I probably don't want this. Nope. Nope. So, you know, but like I said, I, I think too, like we can't, I'm not a fan of Jake Paul, so I don't, I'm not defending the kid, but at the same time, I feel like we're, we're turning him into this like superstar villain because you have so many people who like, yo, he bad for the sport. He does. Listen, what he's doing, that's his own lane. He created that. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody ever gonna sit here and be like, "Yo, he four and zero, he the greatest box ever." Nobody's ever gonna say that. He just he he gonna get a thirty for thirty. And I don't think he, I don't think he's bad for the sport. I, right. I, I I don't mind watching him in in the ring. I might want to see him lose, but a lot of people watching Mayweather want to see him lose. Right. But That's like I said, for what he did, he he created the lane. He took the fact that he had a crazy social media following and said, "Yo, if I get in the ring with some people, I can make a quick bag." Yeah. That's what he did. Kudos to him. But we never gonna blur those lines and be like, "Yo, remember when Jake Paul was dominating the sport?" <laughs> like we never gonna say that. <laughs> no, that he, was, he was the next Floyd Mayweather. Yeah, no, no, no. But you know, <clears throat> and people will talk about Floyd, and you know, what I'm saying we quit to call Floyd and say, "Yo, you, you stealing money? You finessing shit? Why, why we not calling this kid out? Because he definitely finessed the game too." Yeah. But the only people that are saying that about Floyd is the Floyd haters. Hey, but that's what people are saying. We gotta, we gotta talk about it. We gotta call the, it all the way around. If that's the, if that's the standard, right? Then we gotta say, shit, you, you finessed them out of out of four straight fights. But the, the the haters is gonna always say something. It ain't gonna matter what it is. Like if if Floyd came out of retirement today and 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 fought Canelo, right? And if Floyd found a way to win, they would still. Then you know what they say? Oh man, Floyd probably paid him off, bro. Floyd Floyd knew he was gonna lose, so he paid him off so he wouldn't lose and look bad. It's like you never gonna please the haters, bro. Floyd at this age, at 44, 45 years old, realistically, no boxer fights professionally at that age. You know what I'm saying? Like we criticize Muhammad Ali for fighting professionally at 45 years old, but then we want Floyd to do it though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We we mad that Muhammad Ali had all had all the health issues that he had because he kept fighting too long. But then we get mad at fighters when they quit or, or when they retire early, I should say. So it don't matter. They're they going to hate no matter what, bro. Oscar De La Hoya been hating Floyd for years. But guess what Oscar about to do? Fight a fight an exhibition fight Flash. the same way Floyd been doing because he like, yo, Floyd over there making 20, 30 million. Shit, I, I'll be happy with 10. Yeah. And, and like I said, it's only a matter of time before Manny Pacquiao does it too. The, the same people that's hating on Floyd, they won't say that when Manny Pacquiao does it because they like Manny Pacquiao. He just fought the other, other day, right? 
Uh, a couple weeks ago. Oh. Is he, is he, is he still a politician? Uh, I mean, that's what he that's what he fancies himself as. Okay. But you know, it's, it's I don't know. That's a whole other conversation. Because again, that certain people ain't ready to hear the truth. Because in, in certain, you know, uh, you know, in certain countries where there's that massive wealth gap, mm. it don't take much to be a politician. Because he's a celebrity. Basically. Uh, pretty much. Okay. Gotcha. So he has influence and power. Because like you said, that that, that crazy uh, wealth gap. Like we say rich and poor, but we got a middle class. A lot of other countries don't even have yeah. a middle class. It's like I got a lot. Oh, you got little. Damn, that's good. Now, yeah, now that's not to say he don't do a lot for 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 his country. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying it's we throw around that term loosely, like oh, he a politician. Like I, I would like to know what he's done in politics. Now, in terms of giving back to his country, he's done a lot. Yeah, but what has matters. he done as a politician? But that's I guess to them, that's all that matters. He gives back. And, and all right, but I mean that that's that's a difference because in this country we wouldn't call you a politician just because you're very charitable. Nah, I think he was elected into office, no? Oh yeah, he, he was elected into yeah. office. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. You you get a, in 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 a lot of places in this world, you get elected in purely based off of like he's our biggest celebrity. Yeah. So he means something to the country. But, that doesn't but mean I'm he's just done anything yet. Yeah. Right. That's my yeah, point. Yeah. Like in terms of politics, what have you really done? Now, giving back the charitable uh, donation, all that, I, I'm not knocking that. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying it's a difference between being charitable and then actually being a politician who's making things happen for the country. So my next question to you is, is, is how do you feel about, what's his name, Jesse the Body Ventura? Remember when he was a politician? <laughs> he was governor of Minnesota. Yeah. Jesse the Body has some wild, uh, has some, has some wild views on things. Um, similar situation, I mean, but Jesse the Body also had put in a little groundwork before he, he became the governor there. Um, I know, like, for, I think for like, I want to say probably five or six years before he actually ran, he started getting involved in politics. So it varies. I mean, again, it, if you put in some work before you got the, the spot, I, I guess to me, I would view it a little differently than I wake up tomorrow and say, hey, look, I just want to be a politician. And because mm-hmm. I'm so popular, it's, it's really no different than what Pablo did in Colombia. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, because if, if you think about it, right. So with again, with Jesse Ventura. Jesse Ventura got into politics way after his career was already done. Yeah. And then, like Eric said, he took some time and, you know, worked his way up and then became... It was a second It was a second career, basically. Yeah, and became the governor. Yeah. Manny is talking about and, and now holding office during his career. So like, I, I would look at that as more of a, like, like, like Eric said, like that's the popularity contest vote where it's like, you know, your people come to you and say, yo, you should run for office because you could definitely get it because you're the biggest person that we got here. Because blah, blah. you can get it like it's a school. Uh, no, but that but office. that's what it is, because a lot of times <laughs> yeah. like people, people vote as a popularity contest. Yeah. Like, it, like, obviously, like you have you have educated voters. Right, people that do their homework, research the candidates and whatnot. But then there's a, a large group of people that vote as and, and the vote is based off a popularity contest. Which one of these two candidates do you like more? Or which one of these two candidates do you do you feel is the, the least 
of two evils, right? That's yeah. how mm-hmm. a lot of people vote. Yeah. So if Single you're looking at if you're voters. going into it like a situation like that, and you're Manny Pacquiao, who is the biggest thing since sliced bread in his country, there's a pretty good chance that people are going to vote for him because he's all about his country. Like he represents his country very well. He's one of the greatest boxers of all time. A, a guaranteed member of the of the international boxing hall of fame once he's officially done with the sport so yeah people will vote for manny pacquiao yeah i mean again there's such a wealth gap there that it ain't hard to sell the idea of manny pacquiao having some political power there because he represents that struggle exactly. you know he, he grew up he grew up poor he started boxing at a very young age he turned professional at a young age so for a lot of people, he is the, the great hope of that country. It's like if you do it the right way, maybe you too can become wealthy and take care of your family and all those things. But again, as a politician, this is also a dude who's playing professional basketball in the Philippines, <laughs> releasing music in the Philippines, nasty, and boxing. <laughs> that nasty lefty he had. That fucking jump shot. <laughs> right. So that's what I'm saying. Like you are here, you are here playing games on Saturdays, releasing music on Thursdays. And then you train in the rest of the week for boxing. <laughs> fucking people up though. Yeah, yeah. Just email email me the uh the agenda from 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 the last uh meeting we had. I'll look over. Send the it. notes. Send the notes. Yeah, send the notes over. I'll look over it. <laughs> when I'm not singing, I'll look over this. Yeah, oh, yo, that's yo. Oh man, you gotta find that fucking song. What's the song? Oh, we gonna look shit. it up. Manny we gonna Pacquiao. look that one up, man. See, see what's going on there with Manny Pacquiao. No, because if you think uh, about it, right? Technically, like Eric, it's a valid question that you know what I'm saying that you're asking because it's like, yo, you're still training right now be- all year round because you're still fighting. You literally just had a fight, uh, what two weeks ago? So how are you training for a a, a boxing fight? And you and you're running the country at the same time, like he can leave, bro. Where's your yeah? But if you're, that's what I'm saying. But when Eric is asking the question of what has he done as a as a politician, it's like all right, he, how bro, can he, you focus he on plays, bro? He probably, he Belichick, bro. What I'm saying is the amount of focus and training that goes right. into him preparing for a boxing fight. How can you also now listen? You know what he could maybe he's just that good because he, he could they he could train. But if you got to think, uh, training for <laughs> a, a boxing fight at that level is pretty much twenty four seven training. So well, when, you figure like like what Trip is saying, all right? So just let's just choose this this most recent fight. They fought in August, right? Him and Errol Spence announced this fight back in like May. So between the promotions and then the six to eight weeks to actually train for the fight, that's two to three months of your year right there just for one fight. And then like Tripp said, that just because you're not training for that fight don't mean you're not in the gym three times a week still staying sharp for whenever that next fight come about. So no, I'm just I'm just throwing out an example. It could be more than that. You could be in the gym five days a week. But I'm just saying at the very least, you're in the gym three days a week at the very least. So where are you finding the time to sit in, sit in on these briefings and really start making change from a political standpoint? Not just the donation of the money, not just saying, yo, take this money and give that to that area. I mean, like really sitting down and looking at it and be like, yo, all right, this is what we need to do as a country. And, unless he's just the face for someone else who's 
running everything, but it was like, all right, if we want to guarantee we'll get into office, we have to get Manny Pacquiao to be on the ballot. And then once he's elected, which he'll most likely be elected, then, you know, while he's doing whatever he's doing, you run everything. And we got to look it up then. We got we to find about. Retires. We got to look up the politics of that country. Yeah. Look, he's, he's from the Philippines? Yeah. And you got to think, right? Usually when you're in training, you're in training and there's nothing else. Right? Most times, yeah. Am I, you know what I mean? Like, am I, it, because you're putting your life on the line anytime you step into a boxing ring. So when you're training, you're training. Yeah. There ain't no fucking you slacking you here you nah no when you are in a boxing training camp no you are gagging. focused on training for that fight and that is it there are no distractions most fighters will say they don't even have sex up until the fighting shit that's all you think about yeah that's what they claim, claim but, anyway I don't know if that's yeah, true but you're right you speaking of speaking of distractions man we we got to get into it because uh, there's been some developments on this story. So originally Scott Zolak, who huh. was a who was a bum quarterback in his day, hmm. um, he was a bum. Don't don't let nobody tell you no different. He was a bum. Uh, <laughs> he had some some comments about Cam Newton. Felt like Cam was a little distracted. Maybe the rap music. We know we know what corner that's coming from too. Whenever they say it like that, the rap music uh, maybe distracted him. But then Cam got cut by the Patriots. So now he's looking for a job. So there's two parts of the story, man. Let's start with Scott Zolak, though. He felt the way, man. He sounded like a privileged white guy. I mean, he he loves his beholder team. He's much like a, a lot of expatriates. You know, they, they love their team. And what's this guy, Teddy Bridge? Is it Teddy? Not Teddy Bridge. What's his name? Um, that's on ESPN. Um, Teddy Bruski. Teddy Bruski. Yeah, like any anytime they mention. Bill Belichick, you see how he lights up, right? A lot of other former players are that same exact way or whatever. But then he also, you know, add on the fact that, you know, he's a white guy and he is not aware of the fucking world and what the fuck is going on. So he says the bullshit like he just said and think that shit is fine. And it's like, nah, bruh. You know what it is? I th- the, the, the Patriots aren't ready for that type of black quarterback. Yeah. Like maybe Russell Wilson or Patrick Mahomes could could work out in New England, but I don't know if they're ready for that type hip-hop. of yeah, you know, just more closer to the Lamar Jackson hip hop culture. Yeah, like nah, I don't think they. they, they well, I think with Lamar Jackson, he's I think he's that good. like unless you're that good. I think like to where it's like it don't even matter because we win a Super Bowl, so people could look past a lot of things. But when we're losing, yeah. we're, and we were just coming off of twenty years of the goat, the greatest player of all time, who had uh, six uh, Super Bowl championships here with us to go to losing, and who's leading this team while we're losing? This black quarterback who's not as even as good as he used to be. He got this crazy hair, crazy style, crazy swag, and we're losing. They, I don't think they they're not ready for that. So yeah. it's like, all right, first opportunity we get something better come along, get out of here. And it just so happened that something better came from my favorite Alabama roll Todd, yeah. the young man Mac Jones, <laughs> wound up taking that job. So you know, and I think that's that's what happened. I mean, 
Yeah, the the Brady shadow still cast over that organization, so we can't pretend like that's not a factor. You know, Tom Tom is he's just accomplished so much. Anybody who comes behind him has got to live up to that. But I I just find it crazy that guys like Scott Zolak, you know, to say like I think it's the music that's distracting. I'm like that ain't distracting. Cam is an MVP of the league. Yeah. Cam know what he got to do now. If he's struggling on the field, it may be him maybe not being on the same page with the receivers. Maybe he doesn't have a full grasp of the playbook. It may be one of those things. And I and if, if he would have said something like that, I'd be like, all right, I respect it. But to try to put it on the music, to me, is corny. Because, again, we know what that's coming from. We know what you're yeah. trying to say. Yeah. We we know what you're insinuating by saying it's the music. Because if, if Mac Jones, let's say if Mac Jones struggles in his first month as a starting quarterback, are we going to say it has anything to do with the music he listens to? kind of music does listen to because I think that one. More, you know what kind of music he probably listens to. He probably listens to rap to be honest with you. I'm just saying but in, in general though like, I, you, we know what the undertone of what Scott Zolak was trying to yeah, say. Yeah that shit was racial. Yeah of course. Right. That's what I'm saying like don't 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 try to make it so simplistic of like oh maybe it's the music because he's dancing around the field. So because he's enjoying what he does for a living that's a problem. Yeah. But if he was a complete asshole to the media and walked around with the, with the meme mug all day Y'all would say he's an unapproachable, and maybe that's why he's struggling because he—you can't speak to him. He—he's—he's he's too short on the trigger. Yeah, you know I mean, what I'm saying? It's, it's bullshit, bro. I'm pretty sure during his MVP season, he listened to the same type of music, right? So when he was at an all-time high, listening to that, it, you wouldn't say oh, it was the music, right? No, he's just playing well. He's unfortunately he's not playing his best football right now. However, he hasn't had a good team. A good offense, I'll say, around him in maybe like a good four four years, four or five years. Since the last time he had a really good offense. Like even I think he had he had Christian McCaffrey like his last year there, but Christian McCaffrey I don't even think was really Christian McCaffrey just yet. And they still didn't have any receivers. They didn't um the kid Olsen was a lot older. They didn't have yeah. really have no wide receivers. You know what I mean? So it was a decent little squad, though. Yeah, but they didn't really have a good, haven't had a good offense for a little while. And then he got to New England, and we know how bad that was because that's why Tom Brady left because they didn't have shit yeah. out there. So you know, what do you want him to do? Like, you, you got to give me something. Like in New England, they had nothing. And then the other thing was, you know, COVID hit, and you know, Cam caught COVID last season, and it just seemed like he never really. Got back to it because he's he, he actually looked all right, you know, to start the season. But once he got COVID and missed that time, it was just like he he never really got it back. Yeah, I mean, and and that's that's why I say I would have respected if he would have said that's the struggles of you know him being on a fairly new team, getting on the same page with the old coordinator with the with the receivers. Then I respect it, but I mean, to blame the music that's corny. Yeah, we know what that's about. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That that to me is corny. Like you know, and I get it. The Patriot way. It, it's it's crazy that they came up with this slogan, the Patriot way. No disrespect to Bill Belichick, but I mean, yeah, they only call it the Patriot way because they has they had success for the amount of time that Tom Brady was there. Nobody was calling it the Patriot way when Drew Bledsoe was a starting quarterback. <laughs> Yeah, before they before they started winning Super Bowls, it shout out to those throwbacks. Right, and and let's not forget, Bill Belichick was the coach then too. Like they wasn't calling it the Patriot way when Drew Bledsoe was a quarterback. Not you know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's it's stupid, man. It's I wish Cam the best though. I think he's gonna land on his feet. I think he's gonna land with a pretty solid team. Yeah, I believe I believe he he will too. 
Um, looking forward to it. We got about a week left before the season starts. So, looking forward to football. Somewhere he can go and have fun, man. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like I, you give know, him a weapon, though. Give him, give him, give him a weapon, please. But just don't go to Bishop Sycamore. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I know they play nationally televised games, though. Yo, that was the hustle Flex. of the year, bro. Everybody's getting finessed. Yo, That's like the biggest swipe right game. there. That's the Yo. biggest credit card swipe right there. <laughs> Yo, your man was what a scammer want? for real, son. How you finesse that? He had his team play two games in three days, bro. Yo. Yo. He lied. He lied to ESPN. Talk about, yeah, we got a couple D1 recruits on our squad. <laughs> they was he, mad old, right? He's the real MVP. It was older and they got their ass beat, bro. Uh, yeah, I mean, he lost his job behind that shit, too. But you know what? If it, if it had worked, though... Like, let's just say they got to that point. Because think about it, right? Let's just say you had a school that was that deal, but they just weren't going to ever get that type of recognition, right? So you had the finesse situation. You get there, and you win. Well, then you come off looking like a genius. But, but who who thinks to do this, though? Nobody thinks to that do this. That guy like, thinks to do it. That, that shit was so, to do it. Bro, that shit was so fabricated, and then they lost. Like, that's what well, made it worse. It was like injury to insult. Well, that's the thing. You can't well, lose, Well, they got though. blown out. It wasn't that they just lost. Yeah. They got blown out. It was out. a bad loss. They got you back gotta, shots. You start, you start, oh, come on. <laughs> Did we say this is shooting the shit? <laughs> shooting the shit. Shooting the motherfucking shit. Shooting the motherfucking shit. Sean's, Sean's had the over on back-to-back shows. I noticed that. Yo, I was chilling he's, for he's a been, minute. Yeah, he's been very calm. He, he had to come in guns a-blazing lately. Yo, you know what I'm saying? I was chilling for a minute, man. I was, I was in my learn mode, man. I had Facts. to lock in, so like now I'm, you know, I'm feeling a little bit more comfortable about that, and uh, you know I'm back, man. You know, hit I it, just want to know the coach over there at, at uh, Bishop Sycamore, right? Oh, who that? Who's the athletic director? Because when he presented you with this, like, yo, you know, we got this ESPN game. That's when the AD should have been like, how the hell did we get an ESPN game? Oh, yeah. Who who coordinated? Because who who was overseeing that, bro? Like, how y'all firing that man if he was able to finesse it? Somebody gave the okay on that. Yeah, that's the person that really needs to lose their right. job. The paperwork, because you didn't do your homework. Apparently, like how'd you let that slide to that magnitude, bro? Like I'm not, I'm not, I coach middle school basketball for two years. I'm not putting it on that level. But what I'm saying is, <laughs> I, I'm just saying I'm not putting it on that level. Though I had some success, I'm not going to put it on that level. If he was Phil, he was Phil. Fuck it. Yeah, when when we got our schedule right. I had to submit that to the assistant principal on like these are the days we got games on the road so that they know like I right, you know don't schedule that on a Tuesday because of this don't do that you know what I'm saying like there's somebody above me that I got to report to to let them know I'm gonna have the kids out the building on this day how is this man scheduling football games and nobody else in the, in the building knew yeah. that he's scheduling this and what they got going on and then on top of that how how the hell are we getting on ESPN who called this shot it, so so much of it was crazy. Like how did you, how did it get this far? Like it's nobody probably tried it before, right? I mean, apparently not. So 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 somebody had to do it. Listen, like I said, if you go out there and you win, people probably don't even find out because they just think you're supposed to be there. Nah, somebody somebody would have been like it would have been that one parent that would have been like I I, I want to see how old they are. You know, if they play in high school sports, they get the birth certificates. They don't play that shit. Well, nah, because if you win in a close game, who, like, motherfuckers is not, like, if you go in there, if they would have went in there and won by 50, then it's like, hold up, now nah, we got nah, some investigation. Bro, you got to see. If y'all win 20, 28, 24, 
Nobody's gonna be like, yo, let me check and investigate all these yo. kids and see if everyone is the right age. Because it's just gonna be like, all right, you know, they they got us this game. We'll get them next game. But but they be gossiping though. But yeah, that shit was crazy. That shit was crazy. How they even had that shit go down, man. Hold on, sir. I had to do a little research. <laughs> Cause I, now I wanted to know. Now, now we talking about it. Yo, homie did finesse it. You know, Bishop Sycamore ain't even a school. That's crazy. No, nope. I did not know that, bro. Cause everything I've been reading was like that. You know, they was a high school that lied about how many prospects they featured. Bro, they was at rec center. I was a rec center. A rec center. Yo, I'm reading it now. They saying that. Basically, this is like a rec league that rents out an indoor facility in Ohio. It's not even a school, bro. Dang. Did, um, I guess as they did more more digging on it to find out like who is this school, they ran the address that I guess he had listed, and it was like that's not an address, that's an indoor sports facility. See? You know what? I, I, the, I gotta give him his props. The school is not registered with Ohio's Department of Education. <laughs> the fact that he posts some shit like this, sort of, this, sort of, I gotta, I gotta, get, I gotta give him his props. So, so what, give him his props for this. What's going to happen though? Like, <laughs> and, and, and not even just had, that. The people that, he had that other, would, he had other big schools lined up too. They said he had, he had like, he had them lined up on a powerhouse schedule. Oh my god! To face some of the top ten Yo, teams in the country. They was going to die. <laughs> oh, they was going to get beat up by these little high school kids. And these yo. kids is mad grown too, bro. Them niggas, be, yo, bro, yo, these fucking kids is like mad tall and nah, bro. Nah, they the fucked you up. The fact that they even thought about that shit, that, that, that you know, that's a top ten scammer. Yo, what's going on with Ron Jeremy, y'all? They got him. OG in the creep game. They got him. OG and, and porn, and they basically said that he uh, he's been harassing women. Uh, he had thirty counts of sexual assault uh, from I guess, and then twenty women from '96 until now. So yeah, I, I don't even know what to say to that man. Like, and it's like yo, because this that and I'm like, it's got to be something wrong with you because it's not a situation where it's like you know use. A person that was never having sex because you was having sex all the time. So I don't even know, like, what, like, why, like, what's the point of this? Like, what are you doing, bro? Like, I, like, I don't get it. Like, he's not deprived of anything. Like, he's he's pretty, he's he's that, that dude at the time. Like, Ron Jeremy is the fucking man. Like, that's, he's in fucking movies, TV shows. Like, Ron he, he, he was around Vanessa Del Rio, Vanessa Blue. Around he was around them. all them joints. That's what he been in the like, game. He been in the game like forty years, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like this, like like Ron Jeremy. Forty is years of fucking on film, especially yeah, especially at his fucking peak. Yeah, like of success. Like Ron Jeremy was the fucking man. And he was the he was the LeBron James at the yeah. game. Bro. I remember he started doing the reality shows a, later a on. Slinging penis, yep. Like yep. you know what I'm saying. Like so he he had after like because once he he wasn't really like the man in in the, the adult film world. For a little while, but then he got on reality TV, and then he just got introduced to a whole new audience. So it's like, like he's the man. I don't like. It's gotta be something going on with these people. So it's like, yo, what's like, what's up? What's wrong? Like, what? Why we out here? Like, people are concerned. I am because people is doing crazy shit, bro. Like, and it's like, yo, why? What the fuck is going on? 
Like who who raised y'all? Like what is people it? People are into what the fuck they're into, man. We keep but telling you this fucking shit, whether it's right or wrong. Like you know what I'm saying? Like in their head, that shit makes sense. Like listen, man, that shit and is even, crazy. And even and even like the sexually assaulting people. Like if I'm gonna get away with this shit, we talking about Cuomo and shit. And, they, and like if well, nobody's getting uh, getting away with it. Like they they you know pointing them out and getting them up out of their spots. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, Cuomo, you know, he's going. You know, whatever the case may be. I haven't gotten into the details of Cuomo's case like that, so I, I can't really say like that. But he resigned as the governor, you know, as far as that goes. Have, like, you, have you gotten into the details of Ron Jeremy's case? Yeah. <laughs> nah, I haven't because I'm not. Like, I'm just like, bro. Nah, because you know what? Who was it? I think it was, it, was it Tiffany Haddish. I think it was telling a story about Ron Jeremy one time. And like how he was on some creep shit, so it doesn't like it didn't surprise me when it when this thing. What do you uh, do? You try to pull his meat out some shit. Yeah, I was about to. I got a, I got a, it's on YouTube. You probably said some wild shit. Uh, yeah, I think he like invited to invited uh, them to her, to his crib. Um, so she was like, "Oh, I'm hungry. I got I got to find a video on YouTube." But she was talk, uh, talking about it. <laughs> but yeah, it was like yo, he was that nasty like, mustache, uh, a creep. Yeah, was some creep shit. I mean, if you look at him. It's like, ah, right, he kind of does, you know, he looked like he might, you know, be on some weird widow shit. But, you know, it's like, it's Ron Jeremy, and you're like, yo, this motherfucker shit. He might, he might, might have had more girls than Will. Who knows? You know what I'm saying? From the, from in the, in the double fat ministry. Ron, Ron Jeremy used to be the standard for guys. <laughs> Nobody I knew, but I'm just saying. <laughs> I was like, what? I was about to say, I don't know where you was hanging out at. <laughs> but, the, you know, the crazy thing was, like, so I had. I, I had heard of Ron Jeremy's name before I ever, like, saw him and knew who he was. But, like... Is that where you got your lessons from? No, that's not where I got my lessons from, <laughs> Ron Jeremy. Thank you, Sean. I didn't. I never watched Ron Jeremy anything. <laughs> I'm just talking about when I saw him on TV and I seen how he looked. And I'm just like... Like, they... I don't know. They, they talk about Ron Jeremy, like... He's like it's fucking Zeus or some shit like that, mm-hmm. or fucking Hercules. That's like like that's how his name is. And then when you look at him, you're like, all right, that's him. That's Ron Jeremy right there. You're like what? You know. But listen, again, as we always say, you do the crime, you got to do the time. And you know that's what he's doing right now. That's what they like, man. I don't know. Shit don't be right. Shit don't be making no fucking sense. Not at all. Sense, man. Yeah, I mean, you was getting paid for a living the fuck, and you still sexually assault a woman. I just don't get it. Could you guys ever do porn? Like, and put it out there? Or like, we were young? shoot videos. Yeah. I mean, I've shot, my, you know, my own stuff, but that's not like a... Put it out there. Keep those forever. Oh, uh, I still got a couple. <laughs> he said, I, I got a couple that I uh, watch from time to time when I reminisce. Right? Reminisce on the like what you be saying, like damn, I should have hit it like that, <laughs> right there. <laughs> you analyze the game tape, right? Mm-hmm. That's how you get better. Study the tapes, nigga. Oh man, nigga, trip be, trip being it like John Madden. You see this here? Boom! You gotta hit the hole, right? Here. <laughs> Yo, nah. Don't dance around in the backfield. Go straight for the hole, right? Here. Uh, don't dance around in the back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was dancing around. <laughs> Listen, man. I did what I did, and it's over with. 
Yeah, I've been watching a lot of Fresh Prince lately, man. I, I, I didn't always be like, I wasn't always like a Fresh Prince of the Bel Air fan. I don't know why. It's a good show. Yeah. Does that make sense? Some people, I feel like people were like either Martin or, um, or Fresh Prince a lot of times, though. When you have that, you have that talk about, you know, that particular time, just because of the natural association, because of, you know, bad boys and. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you're asking me to pick shows, I'm gonna go with Martin. Okay. Yeah, but yeah. I, but I like the Fresh Prince of Bel Air just as much. It's just that if you're telling me yo, you can only pick one, I'm gonna pick Martin. You know, 15, okay. Fifteen, around there, yeah. Which was which was insane. It's gotta be Martin. <laughs> and, and Fresh Prince is still a great fucking show. But it's just, uh, yo, you, like you said, you drop it, yo, pick one, and it's got to be only one. I'm going with that. I'm going with Martin. I just, I just think it's, it's just, it's di- Martin's just a different show, man. Martin's a fucking man. He's a fucking genius, you know what I mean, with that with that show. And what they, what they all, rest in peace to Tommy, but what they were able to do uh, with that show, like, they were, that was an amazing fucking part of our history. Yeah, yeah. Lawrence, baby. But listen, man, let's uh, let's get ready to wrap this thing up, fellas. So, oh, let me uh before we get up out of here, let me send my pops a birthday shout out. Uh, September second, happy birthday, Big John. Happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday for sure. He be texting me still too. <laughs> you in the prayer group? Nah, I mean he know the vibes. <laughs> Like I like like, you know what I'm saying that don't bother me with with people like like you you know he can still send me stuff, yeah. And know that I'm not a religious person, or whatever. Yeah. But I respect it because and I, I respect you know whatever anybody's into. But it'd be funny sometimes because it'd be just real random, and then like you know what I mean you, you know how you smile real quick, but you know, yo, happy birthday, man. <laughs> happy birthday, John. <laughs> happy birthday. I text man. everybody family. Stop playing. Shooting the we shit. We all family. Shooting the shit. When your friends turn into your family. Shooting the shit. Shooting the motherfucking shit. Drag the piss across the floor. Go cut my show for bitch because I don't like to drive. It's a bourbon back to back and we gon' fill them Let's up she wanna fuck on me, but I don't got the time Just hopped off a private plane and went and hopped on 85 Go cut my show for bitch, cause I don't like to try And suburbans back to back and we gon' fill them up with vibes Let's get on the jet, yeah. come give me some neck yeah. She ain't picking up, and her niggas just call She gon' send them a text, I don't need no doc, bitch, you know I'm a dog Better send me the bed, never made you a million I tell them riddle me that, ain't defending me yet My bitch Rick Cardi, I made this bitch feelin' like set Caught a mill of my neck, but two on the crib 400,000 a whip, dickin' down I'm about to go buy me a coupe. Pull up, make the doors raise the roof. Yeah. Louis V on me for D. Yes, sir. I buy with a pole like a tree. Yeah. Get enough. Baby.